0: We're going to talk about um, TikTok. Because this morning, the BC government is agreeing with the feds. The Minister of Citizen Services, Lisa Beer, says due to recent concerns regarding TikTok, the BC government is also temporarily banning the use of the app on government-issued mobile devices as they, quote, continue to examine the risks associated with the app. Now, that follows the announcement from the Trudeau government yesterday that it was going to be banning the app on government-issued devices. So what does this tell us about what is going on? Joining us now is fast Bednar, who's the Executive Director of the Master of Public Policy and Digital Society at McMaster University. Good morning. Thank you for being here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: What do you think this tells us about what is kind of going on behind the scenes and the concerns regarding this app?
1: It definitely doesn't tell us enough about the concerns, right? We're, We're hearing that there are new concerns, but we're not getting enough from the government in terms of what those are. Prime Minister Trudeau has said he's a, a fan of giving Canadians more information. And our chief information officer federally has, has now determined there's an unacceptable level of risk. But is this risk net new or has it always been there? Um, that's uh, that's what's uncertain. So it starts to feel like a little bit of a, a knee-jerk, sudden reaction to a vague uh, concern. That makes it hard for everyday people, I think, to to reevaluate their relationship with the app if they, if they have a relationship at all.
0: is it Does that mean that it's also very tricky for politicians too, isn't it? Because some of them have quite a presence on TikTok.
1: Right. And I mean, it's important for government officials of all kinds to meet audiences where they are. TikTok is uh, a vehicle to connect with mostly younger people and share information. So we're saying that government officials can't use the app, but we're not being explicit about, are we going to stop paid advertising on the app from the government? Are we going to not put any official government communications on the app? Right. These are different, different dimensions that would help us understand more about the government's changing relationship uh, with the platform instead of us uh, simply following in the footsteps of the U.S. and the EU, which have introduced similar bans.
0: Okay, and what are the concerns here, do you think, that is that is fueling this?
1: I think the concerns are related to the platform being, you know, owned by a Chinese company, Life dance and that we're having more of a geopolitical moment with China, where, you know, there's been allegations through a CSIS link that, are, uh, that might, there might have been electoral interference in, in 2019 and 2021. Deputy Prime Minister... Christina Freeland, you know, recently sanctioned uh, a bank uh, that was uh, owned by Chinese investors and the prime minister is resisting calls for a public inquiry into that potential election interference. So does this make it seem like we are taking a a stance or or intervening more with something China related because of the geopolitical uh, signal it sends? I think that's important part of the moment to acknowledge.
0: Right. So do you feel like there, if there needs to be more public discussion about this, because if there's a concern for politicians, then wouldn't there be a concern for the public?
1: Yes, but it could be, it could be you know, a little bit different if, if there's some kind of concern that people can access other information on the phone or location of government officials or, or documents. Again, our, it stretches the imagination because we're just not having, I think, a frank conversation about what these new risks are. Um, and we're being very vague and not giving Canadians the new information that they deserve. We also don't even know how many government officials even have the app or use it on government devices, right? The number could be zero. So one wonders what this ban is really, uh, going to accomplish and whether there will be further steps that we'll see the government take either through the ongoing privacy investigation, uh, of of TikTok or being more explicit about advertising dollars there.
0: Right, because has there not been a lot of concern about this app for a few years now?
1: Yes, and that's healthy, right? It's good to ask questions about privacy and security for all sorts of apps uh, that we use. TikTok came to Canada in about 2019 and had this astronomical growth in the pandemic when we were, you know, stuck at home more often uh, with our phones. Um, that would have been a great time for the government to proactively investigate and, and sort of share their findings. There was a 2021 report from a shop called the Citizen Lab at the University of Toronto that looked at security and privacy concerns with TikTok and found that they weren't, you know, outlandish, that they were in line with uh, other, other popular apps. So, again, if there's new information right now, I think Canadians deserve to understand the changing nature of this potential threat from one app. Otherwise, I worry that this is a little bit of a theatrical move that doesn't really accomplish too much. Mm,
0: Interesting. Bass, thank you for your time on that. Thanks for having me. That's Vass Bednar, who's an executive director of the Masters of Public Policy Program and Digital Society at McMaster University, talking about governments moving now to say, listen, we don't want TikTok on government-issued mobile devices, leaving more questions at this point, says Vass, than answers.